Hey everyone, welcome back to Beyond the Bar podcast. I am Denise Sotova, your host. And today we have a very special guest. We have a family law attorney, Stephanie Lehman, who works as a principal for the firm called Offit Kerman, with a career spanning over, gosh, 25 years. I mean, you look amazing. In both New York and New Jersey, Stephanie is an authority in matrimonial, family, and definitely cutting edge fertility law. Now, what's really interesting, Stephanie is an art lover, um, and it actually runs deep in her veins. And then she finds time to be a published author in prominent publications and be a fully present mom. I am so excited for this conversation. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. What an introduction. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you deserve it. Stephanie, you started as based on our uh, brief conversation, you started as an art history major and you had aspirations to become an art lawyer. So what what happened to that dream and, and how did you transition into family law? Unfortunately, I mean, well, or fortunately life happened and sometimes, you know, we don't get all the choices, um, you know, that we want. And uh, I would, second year of law school it was, um, I had an internship scheduled with Marvel Comics and one thing led to another and uh, business was not great for Marvel at that present time. And the internship was canceled and I found myself hunting for a job quite desperately, mind you. And uh, I fell uh, into a family law position. And from there on out, my life was changed and the trajectory of my career was changed. and I was fortunate to find myself uh, associated with some wonderful attorneys in New York City who, uh, you know, who trained me um, and molded me into the attorney that I am today. Wow, that's, um, that's quite a story because, it, so, so that literally ran deep in your veins. You had passion for art. Um, so. But you're equally passionate about the work that you do in your field. As a matter of fact, I I read a very insightful article about the challenges of navigating divorce when, um, you know, child has um, ADHD diagnosis. And there are many parents who can relate to that. So so what ignited your passion to write about this and, and why? I've always loved children. I've always loved working with children um, as much as I love walking through a museum. Um, and I could not wait um, to have my own children and to experience motherhood. Um, and I have three amazing children, um, two of whom do have some uh, learning issues. And um, through them, I've become very passionate about uh, how those learning issues um, can, in fact, not only intact marriages, but families that are going through a divorce um, and, you know, children with significant issues, um, thank God mine are um, not, no, not very serious, but there are children who have very serious issues that need to be dealt with. And when parents are at odds with each other going through a divorce, um, those issues can be intensified and overcomplicated and the children become affected. And I really truly believe it's up to the practitioners to understand the needs of these children with special needs so that they can integrate um, you know, their needs and how to best protect those needs into um, any settlement agreement that's crafted. 
You, you said something really, really uh, insightful is, is providing tools for the parents who are now going through a very difficult transition and, and children are in the middle and divorces are difficult to begin with. Um, it's uh, many changes and, and they're emotionally laden um, and then having to deal with yet another, another challenge. Uh, children, they, they require uh, stability. Um, and so, so that's, that's an added, added trauma. So having that know-how, um, and that, that extra information, you know, must be, must be, um, giving them, you know, that extra, extra peace of mind. Um, is there, was there a moment, um, what would you call it? Maybe a self-reflection that, that changed, um, how you practice law now? I think the longer I practice, well, that's not true. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> I think when I first started to practice, I was completely jaded um, by, by life and what actually happened in families going through divorce. Um, I was fortunate to grow up in an intact family. Um, my parents are still married, so divorce was quite foreign. Um, to me, to my family, to other family members, I just didn't see it firsthand. But when I started to work in that world, I was amazed that even in families of, you know, social economic, you know, wealth, in that, in you know, were experiencing such hardship and such issues that I didn't think were, you know, you would see in 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 those worlds. Um, and I learned very quickly that. You know, you never know what goes on behind closed doors and that you have to be very sensitive to everyone's issues um, and listen and hear and be empathetic and um, and compassionate and bring that to your practice. Um, because if you're not there in the moment for your clients, um, you can't serve them. And, you know, if you don't take even the minor issue, any minor issue seriously, it can have a long term impact on there um lives moving forward hmm. that is so well said uh, is really paying attention and hearing and sometimes hearing what they're really not saying um and yes on one hand we can say come on guys i mean here you are arguing over forks and knives okay however um there could be some sort of attachment of something greater that could be a greater deeper meaning to it and that doesn't mean they they truly are superficial and they don't care um, I think you, you're so right on, you know, we all have a story, uh, you know, go through, uh, go through uh, challenges and, and setbacks and, you know, we're all human beings at the end of the day. So it sounds like you're able to lean into uh, what, what's in front of you with your own experience and compassion and, and just meet your clients, you know, where, where they're at. Um, you know, you have three children, as you said. What, what does a balance look like for you between your demanding career and, and being really truly present as, as a parent? I don't sleep. No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the secret. So, what's that? No, really serious. <laughs> um, look, I, you know, my children know, and I, I have two daughters, and, a, and my youngest is a son, my son. Um, but especially for my daughters, I want them to understand that women can have careers and be moms and be participants in their PTAs, in their schools, you know, be there to help them with their homework. 
Um, I think it's extremely important for them to see and for my son to see for that matter. Um, and, you know, I make every effort possible um, to just always be there. And even if it means I bring my laptop home with me and I'm there doing homework with them, you know, from six to eight and I log back on, um, fortunately, we're in a, a new world, right? Even uh, more so since COVID, where remote working and working at odd hours is become an acceptable norm. So I almost thank COVID for happening because it really has changed <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a sick, 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 twisted way. Um, because it really has helped me to almost have it all um, and to be able to bring my work life and ha or have a work-life balance for that matter. That, that is actually awesome i i and and because i'm I'm connecting the dots i've done you know quite a few of these interviews and especially with women um who who, who said the same thing is that they're able to be more flexible now uh being that the the world has been normalized to be virtual you know it's no longer sort of this oddity uh or you have to hide the fact that you know you want to spend some time with your kids or you're pregnant you know it's just so it's it's it allows you to do that um, while they're working on their homework. Uh, you know, if you want to answer emails or even get on a call, get on a Zoom, and it's it's the, the present doesn't mean you have to be, you know, playing with them. And a present sometimes could mean you being literally in in their presence. Um, so yeah. that's um, that that's really great. So being an art lover, see, I, I can't let that go. Do you have a do you have a favorite piece of art? Do you have a favorite piece of art, and and how? How, do, how does, you know, how, how does your passion for art play a role in your life today? Um, what's my favorite piece? Oh, wow. Um, I think it might be Botticelli's Birth of Venus. Um, I love the colors. I am a Renaissance art fan. Um, I was one of the few in my uh, art history graduating class who... Uh, focused on Renaissance as opposed to Impressionism, which was extremely popular um, for, for uh, students to study. Um, and how do I bring it to my current you know, day-to-day -day life? I go with my children to museums. I travel. Um, I explore. Um, when I have some free time, I even pick up a pen and start to draw. Um, so I, I really try to integrate it um, as much as I can, and, and I really have immense pride in being able to share my knowledge of art with my children. So hopefully they appreciate it um, as much as I do. Mm. So if you could spend a day with your role model, who would that be? And what would you discuss or do together? Good question. Who would my role model be? You know, I hope she's listening to me. <laughs> and and she, when she uh, when she uh, maybe watches this podcast. But Marcy Wachtel was a fantastic role model for me. Um, she is a matrimonial attorney who um, I worked for as a baby lawyer. And she, I felt, was she was extremely successful, extremely talented practitioner. Um, but she also was there for her daughter. Um, traveled with her daughter. Uh, she loved talking about TV shows she watched with her daughter. Um, and 
she, if I look back on it, really told me and showed me that you could do it all. And this was from a totally different, you know, generation pre-COVID, you know, early, what is it? Mid nineties, I guess, mid early two thousands. So, you know, if I look back, she was inspirational um, to me in many ways. Um, And I also would have to say, I know this is like cliche, um, but my mom and my grandma were also fantastic role models on just how to be um, very decent human beings, kind and compassionate and empathetic. And I'm going to cry. No, <laughs> um, I and, will. Okay. <laughs> wow. And really, um, yeah. my grandmother was, and my mom is too, a fantastic entertainer, cook, artist, um, very talented and creative. Um, and just good people to the core. So I hope that I can, uh, you know, continue to emulate them as well. I am sure you do already. And what a wonderful, wonderful tribute. I, I, I really was, I'm getting goosebumps and I truly mean that it, you know, that, that is really the essence of what, what we're doing here um, is to, 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 I keep saying to human, it's just, this is just so beautiful and moving. Um, if one of your children came to you um, and said, you know, I, I want to become an attorney, <laughs> I want to become a lawyer, I want to be an artist, <laughs> what, what advice would you give them? Um, just be the best attorney that you can be and just be happy in your career and pick a um, mm. specialty. I mean, we can't really say we have specialties, but pick a concentration that. Um, you're compassionate about and you, you know, can just feel that it will fulfill you on a day-to-day basis because there's so many attorneys that I know that really don't like what they do and, you know, regret decisions to either become a lawyer, concentrate in a, or, you know, concentrate in a specific area. Um, And I think that, you know, in law school, they don't really teach you what it means to be a lawyer, a practicing lawyer. They give you the skills, they give you the knowledge, the understanding on how to ultimately be a lawyer. But the idea of what it takes to practice in a law firm and you know work with your partners, your colleagues day to day, appear in court, you know, respect your colleagues, you know, that's not something that's taught. That's something that you experience and you really have to be happy, you know, um, in your day-to-day life so that you can enjoy that because it is a lot and it's time consuming and your job fulfills a good part of your day. So whatever they do, I just want them to be happy. Although I'm steering them towards medicine. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to be happy, but I'm steering them towards medicine. (laughs) Yeah, that's, um, this is wonderful. And and I know we can, we can continue on and on and on because you are, you are right. Lawyers, uh, you, you as legal professionals, you are, you have so many layers and it goes way beyond, you know, the competence and the learned knowledge, the expertise. Um, it is the communication. It is the, the human skills. It's, uh, active listening and then, and, and then being able to not lose the sense of yourself. Um, and you said something interesting. And there seems to be a common theme sort of that there are some lawyers who do not like their job. And I've been hearing across sort of uh, from practitioners who have been practicing for a while is that uh, if you are looking for a job, this is not it. Um, If you're looking for a career that can be rewarding, 
this could be it, but you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. So um, thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing, Stephanie. This really has been a, a, an inspiring conversation. We will definitely have you back. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me uh, and allowing me to share part of me with uh, your community. Pleasure, definitely. And uh, viewers and listeners, thank you for joining us for this eye-opening, inspirational chat with very accomplished uh, Stephanie Lehman. And to learn more about her diverse background and how to get a hold of her, click on her bio link below. Don't forget to hit subscribe on our YouTube channel, Beyond the Bar Podcast, and keep following us on all social media channels. And until next time, stay curious and stay inspired. Mm -hmm.